Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Good Sunday afternoon to you. I am Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Dr. Mann, how are you doing today? I am doing great, man. I'm so glad the election's over, so I'm pretty sure no matter who you voted for, you're thankful you don't have to listen to any more of those advertisements on TV or get them in your mail. Yeah, I, uh, my mailbox was just absolutely flooded. I guess that's uh, what we get for living in a swing state, Doctor Man. Uh, you know, it's but that's yeah, that, exactly. that's all behind us. That's all behind us. That's Thankfully, right. we get to focus on fun stuff now, and we're going to have a great show today because we're uh, going to talk about a topic that I'm always excited to talk talk about, and that's. Uh, dealing with sleep breathing disorders. We've talked about that a number of times on the show before, but we've never had a, an expert here with us. And we've got Stan Jones as our guest today from Simplified Sleep Solutions. And Stan has been in the dental field for over 25 years, and he's also been studying sleep breathing disorders for over 20 years. Stan, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Hey, it's it's a pleasure to be here. Well, let's start with the basics, Stan. And you know, we we know people who snore. It's often portrayed on TV all the times. And uh, let's talk about how common sleep breathing disorders are in America. Well, um, they're very common, uh, more common than we think so. Uh, there's several different uh, types of breathing disorders, but the one that's the most prevalent is sleep apnea. And to be more focused, I would say that it would be more like saying obstructive sleep apnea. Um, there are different types of sleep apnea. There is central where it's related to the brain, where the brain doesn't tell uh, the lungs and the body to breathe. But obstructive sleep apnea is when we have a complete closure due to the jaw dropping down and blocking the airway and different tissue in the airway that blocks it so that person doesn't sleep. And we're finding that it's presently estimated that over 80,000 Americans are undiagnosed and untreated with sleep apnea. So it's possible that as many people suffer from this disorder and they don't really even know it. Yeah, that's a pretty big number. And, you know, the, uh, the, the science of what you're describing or what physically happens with obstructed sleep apnea does sound scary. So why is it so important that people get screened for sleep apnea? That's a really good question. And the answer is because of the health risks associated with sleep apnea. Uh, many people have uh, have sleep apnea, and like I said, they don't even know they've got it. It's also known as the silent killer, like high blood pressure, because high blood pressure has been called that. Well, sleep apnea is too. Um, there, there are a lot of high-risk health conditions linked to sleep apnea, such as, as we just said, blood pressure and heart attacks and strokes. A tremendous amount of pressure and stress is placed on a person's heart when they're sleeping, and what happens is that there is no oxygen. The, the uh, carbon dioxide can build up in a person's lung and the carbon dioxide is not going out and no fresh oxygen is coming in. So it's a depletion of oxygen in the bloodstream. So the heart has to work harder to compensate for that. And um, so we're looking at a lot of heart related. Diabetes is another one. Uh, diabetes is also linked to sleep apnea. And it is also noted that sleep apnea can take 12 to 15 years off a person's life if it's left untreated. So statistically, sleep apnea can increase the risk of early death by as much as 46%. And on the other hand, treated sleep apnea can improve the quality 
of a, uh, and the longevity of a person's life, actually. Stan, I've been doing this show with Dr. Mann for a few years now, and I've th- the biggest surprise for me in doing this show is how many uh, health-related issues can be related to not taking care of your mouth. And when when you're talking about sleep apnea, you mentioned a few things, you know, like diabetes. Uh, how is diabetes associated with sleep apnea? I wouldn't I wouldn't draw that connection. Well, what it is is that um, you know, like you just said, the oral cavity. You know, uh, a lot of things come in the oral cavity that go into the body. And for a person doesn't realize, and I'm going to go ahead and throw some other things out there that we I just didn't say it. Let's talk about um, such things as brain aneurysms. And let's talk about pressure in the eyes. Anytime that we're dealing with a person's heart working harder and we're dealing with a person not getting the proper amount of oxygen and sleep, um, there's even some studies that are now not 100% conclusive, but they're aiming that direction about even dementia and Alzheimer's. But as we bring all this together and we start looking at each one, what it is is that the body hormones are out of balance. Now, I'm going to say a few things here that maybe some people have never heard before, but I'll go ahead and say it, that when a man doesn't get the proper amount of sleep, the body, the brain, the whole body cannot relax growth hormones, proper hormones are not released. In other words, for a man, he can actually uh, produce more estrogen than testosterone. And for a woman, if she's not getting the proper amount of sleep and the body doesn't get the right amount of balance uh, hormonally, they can actually produce more uh, testosterone and estrogen. So diabetes um, falls within this realm, you know, that what's going on is that the body gets out of balance and it, it makes the body perceptive to infection, perceptive, to, uh, it just doesn't get the rest, and it throws it out of, out, out of balance. Yeah, and that makes sense because when I think often when we think of sleep breathing disorders, um, you know, maybe the first thing that we go to are, is the lungs and getting oxygen. But uh, as you said, we're not really thinking about the stress that that puts on the heart when, when we're deprived of that oxygen. Yeah, and if I might throw something else out there, too, is when a person is not breathing properly when they sleep, there's an obstruction, and it's struggling, and there's a lot of stress going on here. Um, We have to think about other things that could be related, and one of them is that the SpO2, uh, the oxygen blood level, drops and plummets very low for these people that have sleep apnea. And, um, you know, like, for instance, I'm an actual person who was diagnosed with sleep apnea 20-some years ago. And uh, my wife, I used to be a a lot bigger man, uh, and I used to have a lot of health problems. I was pre-diabetic. I had high blood pressure. Um, My doctor basically told me I would never make it to 50 years of age and at the rate I was going. And I was a mess. But once I got my sleep apnea under control, um, you know, by wearing a sleep appliance, I lost weight. Uh, uh, To the day, I'm 58 years of age. Um, I don't have any high blood pressure problems no pre-diabetic. I can do anything I want. And a lot of times I even find I'm more healthier than most people my age. So here we go. You know, I mean, if you're looking at, you know, if a person's SpO2 levels drop in their blood, then that means that something has to compensate for that. And when that, when those levels are low, if a person gets down, we're talking like below 90 or below their SpO2 levels, their oxygen blood levels. That's when they, when a person starts getting down in those eighties, that's when they put them on oxygen if they're in the hospital. So there's a lot of people that their oxygen levels drop so low while they're sleeping. It's almost like they're suffocating in their sleep. 
Yeah, that is some scary stuff. That is the voice of Stan Jones. He is our guest today as he is from Simplified Sleep Solutions, and we are talking all about sleep breathing disorders. And Dr. Mann, uh, I've got some questions for you. We do have to take a break, uh, but I want to remind everyone, if you want to schedule an appointment to see Dr. Mann, you can go to smileman.com. That is the website, smileman.com. Don't forget two ends in man, smileman.com. There you can book an appointment to see Dr. Mann. You can view all the services that his practice provides, and you can find information about his three locations in Cary, in Garner, and in Fuquay, all online at smileman.com. Dot com, or you can call 919-462-9338, 919-462-9338. A quick break and back with more. You are listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Welcome back to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. And we have a special guest on the show today. His name is Stan Jones. He's with Simplified Sleep Solutions. He's been in the dental field for over 25 years and been studying sleep breathing disorders for over 20 years, and uh, he's really helping us out today because our subject is on sleep breathing disorders, and we're learning a lot so far. And Dr. Mann, I know I've been peppering Stan with questions, but I, I can't let you off the hook because, you know, this is this is your show. Um, so, Dr. Mann, let's get into why dentists are best suited to help their patients be screened and, and diagnosed for these sleep breathing disorders. Because again, you know, when it comes to sleep apnea, I think most people would think, uh, you know, I'll, I'll go see my doctor if I'm worried about that. We, the dentist wouldn't be the first person that we think of, but it probably should be. Well, you know, the, the one thing I would say is, is that being trained as a sleep uh, dentist, uh, we see our patients every six months. Uh, and we're supposed to. So we, we see most of our patients more often, especially men, more often than they go to their uh, general physician. And uh, general physicians may see uh, a person for 10 minutes uh, in, a, in once a year uh, if, they're, if they think they're healthy. So um, I think that is one of the major things is we get to see a patient more often. The other thing is it, uh, sleep apnea presents itself in the mouth. You know, when we look in the mouth, we're not just looking at teeth. We're looking at airway, and we can see a person's malapetty, which is basically a scientific term for how much um, uh, airway they have in their mouth. Uh, the tongue can cover that airway up while the patient is sitting there in our chair. And if we see that, we know that that patient is highly likely um, uh, uh, an obstructive sleep apnea patient. The other thing is we look for wear on the teeth. Uh, a lot of grinding um uh, goes in when people have severe sleep uh, apnea. Um, some other things that we look for are scalloping of the tongue where air is trying to pass over because it's trying to uh, slide around uh, the, the gums. We look at cervical erosion, which is the erosion around the gum line in the teeth. That's where air is also trying to slide around in a large tongue. We actually look to see if there's an enlarged tongue. So there's a lot of things that we can see uh, without even asking the patient the simple questions that we normally ask. Um, about sleep. But the other thing is the American Dental Association has decided that it's so important that they are going to start making it a standard of care in the new year 
uh, coming in 2021 for all dentists to screen for sleep breathing disorders. Yeah, and uh, it's it's becoming more and more popular. And thanks to folks like you who are taking this very seriously. Thankfully, we have a way to be checked out and to be diagnosed. And Dr. Mann, we've talked so much about the signs and symptoms of sleep nap- sleep apnea on Teeth Talk before. Can you go over what those signs are that we should be looking for and when we may want to think, oh, I, I need to go see someone about this? Well, the most common, and we've talked about it, and you started the show with it, and um, is severe snoring. If you're a severe snore or even a light snore, there's a great chance that you're having some form of apnea uh, going on uh, in, in at night. But that doesn't necessarily mean you have to snore to have sleep apnea. The other son, uh, major sign is is just not being able to get enough sleep. You're always feeling tired. And the reason for that is you're not getting into what we call N3 sleep. You're not getting into the sleep that uh, regenerates those hormones that Stan was talking about. And so you're feeling really tired and lethargic. And those two, uh, confusion, um, not being able to concentrate, loss of memory, those types of things, irritability, those are all associated with sleep apnea. And um, those are probably the major ones that we see. Now, again, if you're having high blood pressure problems and you're not eating, um, but you think you're eating a healthy diet and you're not, you know, that could also be a sign of sleep apnea. It's some of the things that Stan mentioned earlier. Um, if you're having any of those medical conditions, that also, and you've never been checked out for sleep apnea, I would highly recommend it. Yeah, I think that's great advice. And again, if you want to visit Dr. Mann, if you want to schedule an appointment to see him, go to smileman.com. That's man with two N's, smileman.com. And Stan, if uh, someone who's maybe a patient of Dr. Mann's or someone listening um, has had any of these signs of sleep apnea that we just mentioned, what's the best way to get diagnosed? Well, the normal way has been for a person to go to a sleep lab or a sleep lab in a hospital and stay overnight. And they have what's known as this polysonograph or polysonography. It's also called a PSG. Now, this is a CPAP um, therapy-based sleep test. And for anyone listening, a lot of people, when we say CPAP, they automatically know what that is. But some people don't know. It's, it's continual pressure uh, application, positive, positive uh, air uh, flow. And what it does is it continually pushes that air in to make sure that the lungs are full and they're breathing. But there is now um, uh, Dr. Mann and his staff can provide um, a home sleep test that can be done in the comfort of the patient's bed. And they can sleep in their own bed, their own home. And we find that what he can do to get this process going is that they're now linked to provide a telemedicine session with a board-certified sleep physician in the state of North Carolina. Then after the session, the physician writes a prescription uh, for the home sleep test after he determined that the patient does show all the signs and symptoms through that interview. This test is, uh, is specifically designed to collect all the necessary data from the body systems that is needed for that board-certified physician uh, to analyze and to diagnose the sleep test results to see if that person does have sleep tests and if, you know, if they're at risk. Yeah, and you can do it from the comfort of your own home. I think that's that's the best part of the diagnosis part is, you know, you don't have to go to some big sleep lab where you're, you're not in a, a familiar place for you. So that's good news. And if you do want to schedule an appointment to see Dr. Mann again, smileman.com is the website to go to. Man with two N's, smileman.com. You can also call 919 462 
919-462-9338 is the number to call to get a hold of Dr. Mann to schedule an appointment, find information about his practice, and don't forget he has three locations in Fuquay, in Garner, and in Cary. Back with more on our conversation all about sleep breathing disorders right after this. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk traffic. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. This is Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. You can find more about him online at smileman.com. That's man with two N's, smileman.com. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, and our special guest today is Stan Jones with Simplified Sleep Solutions as we're having a conversation all about sleep breathing disorders. And uh, Stan, in the last segment, you mentioned when it comes to uh, diagnosis that often we hear about the CPAP, and that's a dreaded word for a lot of people who think about sleep apnea. Um, you know, I think uh, the imagery that comes into our head when we think about CPAP can be uh, a little bit ominous. You know, it's it's not like the new iPhone where folks are rushing out to want to go get one, but why is it that it is viewed so negatively, and what are some alternatives or better alternatives p- possibly for sleep apnea? Well, you know, it's, uh, CPAP is um, it's a therapy that works, and it saves and changes lives every day. It does, and it does help people with sleep apnea. It is, has been considered to be the gold standard uh, or the number one treatment for sleep apnea for a very long time. And there's a lot of patients that do comply with this therapy, and it works very well. But there are also other patients that they don't do so well with it. Um, we're dealing with a machine that takes um, air and brings it in, and there's uh, some of them have moisture control for nasal. Um, some of them, uh, they control the different pressure. Most all of them do that. But there's some people that they, they just don't do very well. They're claustrophobic. Um, they, don't, they don't like to have all that attached to them. Um, they have to sleep on their back. They're not allowed, if they try to roll over on their side in their sleep, sometimes it will pull the mask or the attachment around the, the nasal area. It'll pull it off. Um, you know, I will say this much that you have to be very careful about the cleaning. Um, it, it, it just requires a lot of cleaning and everything. But most people just don't want to deal with that, and they don't want to have that machine. But um, I think that's the reason it's got a lot of negative images. I, I, will, I will never say anything bad. I don't encourage anyone to say anything bad about CPAP. Uh, I know the medical community is doing all they can, but I believe now there are, uh, there is, there is, there are several alternatives. Surgery, there are some surgeries. Uh, not all of those, I think, have completely, uh, you know, f- for everyone. But one of the easiest and best therapies is oral sleep appliance therapy. This is a custom appliance that is not much similar than a night guard or a retainer. And it is custom fit. Um, Dr. Mann and his staff can take uh, precise measurements that we've trained them to do. And when they take these measurements of the oral cavity, it designs a custom fit appliance that will fit that patient's teeth and be positioned to open up their airway and to keep it in a neutral or to a progressive position while they sleep so that the airway is completely uh, patent, it's completely open, and 
Uh, it's very easy to wear. I've been wearing one now for 20 years, and it has done wonders in my life. And um, a lot of patients, uh, Dr. Mann, I do believe, uh, get him to pipe up. I believe he even wears one too, don't you, doctor? I do. Yes, absolutely. I I, I was diagnosed with pre-apnea, and so I decided to wear one, you know, and I did snore a little bit, and uh, I've been wearing one for now for two years, and it's just amazing. It's it's It just gives you so much more energy, and you really get, you feel like you're getting a, a good night's sleep, whether you get, you know, seven or eight hours, you wake up, and you're ready to go. Yes, yeah, Stan. Stan, Stan I, I appreciate I'll, if I could say something real sure. quick. I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, I appreciate what Dr. Mann just said about the uh, preapnic. Um, you know, we've heard pre-diabetic. You know, well, there is preapnic. There's people that when they're tested uh, with these home sleep testing units that we were speaking of earlier, um, they have um, the signs and the symptoms. And when they're tested, they don't quite meet the criteria to be diagnosed but yet they still have certain things like snoring or, or certain things where they're not feeling as rested. Um, these people, even these people can be, uh, can use the, the benefits of oral sl- custom oral sleep appliance therapy. And there's, you know, we just want to get the word out there. There's so many people that are suffering from this that they know something's wrong, but they don't know what to do about it, you know? Yeah. And so uh, that that's interesting. Uh, I didn't know that about you, Dr. Man, but uh, Stan, is that something, you know, if, if someone is uh, pre-apneic, can that then develop into full sleep apnea? Yes, sir, it can. A lot of things can happen within six months to a year. Um, all of Dr. Man's patients will be screened every year to see whether they're already in therapy or not because of the care level that they provide at his practices and his offices, um, because it is possible for a person, things such as weight gain, um, stress in their life, um, because of declining health. As we get older, uh, we find a lot of people that are between the ages of 40 all the way up to uh, 70s and 80s, but a lot of people in their 40s and 60s begin to develop sleep apnea. There's also another group out there that we, me and Dr. Mann, we've been talking about the other day, and that is women uh, that uh, women have and during their pregnancies. A lot of women do develop sleep apnea during their pregnancies, but they it goes away after. But if they have a second pregnancy, it, it doesn't go away. So there's a lot of different factors that can cause this to happen at any stage in life. Yeah, it's, uh, it's scary, Stan. You know, a, a lot of the uh, potential outcomes that you've mentioned are uh, related diseases and illnesses when it comes to sleep breathing disorders. It's scary. Um, and it's, it's kind of, I know you're very passionate about this, but I, I'd be interested to kind of know why, why we don't hear more about this and why there isn't more awareness about this, because it seems pretty simple uh, to go visit your dentist and uh, maybe get diagnosed with a, a, a sleep test at home. Um, but, you know, with all the uh, potential outcomes and uh, consequences of sleep apnea, you know, why don't we hear more about this? Well, we actually are hearing more and more about it than we used to hear 20, 25 years ago. I'd say within the last 12 years, we're really beginning to see sleep apnea come to the forefront. We're seeing it in the media. We're seeing it on um, Facebook, um, Twitter, different things. And people are becoming more aware. Unfortunately, there are a lot of people that have uh, said, oh, well, you know, hey, let's buy it. They're calling it a snore appliance, which it has its point in place and time. But people buy these and they're, they're cheap and they think that that's okay. They're not custom fit to their mouths and they don't really realize they're, they're trying to treat snoring. And I understand that because, hey, 
that can really mess up a marriage. That can really mess up a lot of things uh, if one of the spouses is snoring and people are concerned. But what we really want people to realize is that this is a life-threatening, changing. It, it could just really change the length of your life, the quality of life, and it's not a gimmick. It's not a game. It's something that people really need to take serious. And when people see the severity of this disorder, that's when we find out that they get serious about it too. Um, and that's what we do. And a lot of people are not hearing about it because um, there's not really enough. And we want to never say anything about bad about the medical community. We, we work with the medical community with this. But a lot of times our doctors are so busy that they really don't have time to look into the oral cavity. I want to go back to what Dr. Mann was saying. Our dentists, such as Dr. Mann, are trained and their staff to look in the patient's mouths and to see. And once the team and dentists are trained with this, they begin to see that they saw the signs and the indicators all the time. So the more it comes to light and the more people are beginning to, to hear about it, we are seeing more and more people come aware. But there's still not the level of awareness that needs to be. Yeah, and that's why it's so crucial to make sure that you're getting checked up by your dentist every six months because they, they can catch things like this. And if you want to schedule an appointment to see Dr. Mann, go online to smileman.com. Don't forget, man with two N's, smileman.com is the website to go to. You can also call 919-462-9338, 919-462-9338. Dr. Mann, we are uh, short on time here. Do you have anything that you want to add before we head out? You know, Stan, I really appreciate you being here, and we both are very passionate, and we want anybody uh, that feels like they have this uh, uh, problem to, you know, talk to their physician or talk to me, uh, call our office, their dentist. Um, they can point them in the right direction because, like Stan said, is a serious, serious condition that needs to be treated. And again, we want to thank Stan Jones for being our guest today from Simplified Sleep Solutions. We really appreciate his expertise and insight on today's show. Dr. Mann, what do we have on tap for next week? We're going to talk about orthodontics, and most people think of it as straightening the teeth, but it also has a big part in the airway itself, as, and so we're going, to, we're going to discuss that. Perfect. We hope you will join us again next Sunday at 4.30 for that edition of Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Have a great day.